Hey, Pastor Bill here. Just want to say hello to everybody and welcome to the podcast of encouragement from the quarantine. Hey, I've been here like since the weekend, so no, I'm just kidding. I haven't been, but I know you've been cooped up at your house as I have. This is like my little field trip here, so I'm just enjoying this time together. Hey, one thing that Pastor Guy said this past weekend that, that again, kind of caught my ear. I'm sure it did yours as well. If you heard it, if you didn't, check it out. It's available, right? But here, here's what he did. He shared a scripture from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. And, and to be more specific, this is what, uh, what Pastor Guy cited. He said, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. Then the, the verse goes on, verse 18, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, <clears throat> this was written from Paul to uh, the church in Thessalonica, which the city still exists. It's pretty cool. Uh, but he wrote this because they were just like freaking out, okay? Paul had visited there a short time before that, and then uh, he wrote to them because he heard reports that they're just like, man, they're just freaking out about, about some things. So he wrote to encourage them. He wrote to comfort them, all right? And he wrote to instruct them as well. So uh, one thing I just want to encourage right off the bat, like let's not, let's not get this part, uh, let's not let it get away, but, but it's like this. I hope that we will see these days as an opportunity to draw nearer to God, all right? Not further away, which is our tendency, right? Let's be honest, but to draw nearer to him. Let's use these days as an opportunity to glorify him. And let's use these days as an opportunity to show his love and to share his name because our mission, right, is this. Our heart is people and our message is Jesus. What great opportunity we have to do that in, in just new and fresh ways like never before, right? So let's do that. I hope that the same encouragement and comfort that Paul is writing to, to the church at Thessalonica, I hope that, that we will be also encouraged and comforted in the same way as well. So let's, here's what we're going to do for, the, for just the next few minutes. We're just going to get into this all in the heart of encouragement because you and I need that, right? So, so we're going to get into these like what is going on with, with these, these three verses, 16, 17, and 18. We're going to break them down again so that we might be encouraged. All right, check it out. So the first part, verse 16, Paul says this, hey, rejoice always. Like what? Rejoice always? Are you kidding me? Like how can I rejoice always? I like got the news every time I turn on the news or even just like PBS, like they're singing about the coronavirus on Sesame Street or something. I made that up. All right. Anyways, but like it's everywhere. Everybody's talking about it, right? Everybody's writing about it. Everybody, I mean, just people freaking out. And we're talking about it right now too. So Bill, you're not helping me. All right. Anyways, here's what it is. Rejoice always. How can we rejoice always, even in times like this? And I would say, a huge part. This might even be the whole kit and the whole caboodle. It might be all of that in one. How can we rejoice always? Because it's this. Our rejoicing is not meant to be dependent on our circumstance. It's supposed to be dependent or related to the source of our joy. How can I have joy like rejoice? How can I have joy all the time? Well, it depends fully because my joy comes from my source of joy. All right, so what's my source of joy? Well, my source of joy is simply this. It's God, all right? God is my 
rock. He's my rock of salvation, and he's the one that stays with me and keeps me. Even when I start to drift, he keeps me, right? My joy should be as constant as my God. I'm going to say that again. I mean, we just need to hear that. My joy it should be as constant, and it can be as constant as my God. My joy can be and should be as constant as his, as his character. My joy should be and can be as constant as his love for me as his child. Check this out. Let's, let's read a little bit, shall we? Because you, you got to hear some good words here. This is Romans chapter 8. Talking about that constant love of God. Check this out. For I am sure that neither life nor death, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all the creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. You want some constant love of God? You want to get encouraged in that? Because that's not changing anytime soon. Nothing's going to change God's love for us who are in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Man, I love to hear that stuff, okay? Now, that's our constant source. That's our first source. But there's another one. Check this out. So I got this constant source, but then I got this other source of joy. How can I rejoice always? I got this constant source and this secondary source, all right, which is kind of variable, but it is another source. And I would say it flows from this, not directly from, not, that's the wrong way to say it, not just because God is who he is and because I am by his grace, I'm his child by faith in Jesus Christ. It's not just because of that, but the second one, it's like variable and it depends on the quality of my relationship to him. You remember these verses in Galatians chapter five, the fruit of the spirit, right? Fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. What was that second one? Joy. So there's this joy that's available. How can I rejoice always, Bill? Because God is constant, but if I spend time with him, if I live life with him, all right? If, if I set my mind, if I set my affections, if I fix my eyes on Jesus, there's a joy, the source of joy that awaits me. And oh, that's so, so, so good. Am I spending time with him? Am I, am I living life with him? When I fall, check this out. Here's an important one, people. Let's get real. When I fall or when I sin or when I drift away, right, am I coming back to him? First John chapter 1, verse 9. Am I confessing my sins? Because if I do that, he's faithful and he's just to forgive me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness and bring me back to healthy, full, right relationship. Praise God for that. The second one is this. Pray without ceasing. So don't rejoice always, yeah but also pray without ceasing. I think constancy. Pray constantly. All right, here we go. Consider Jesus for a minute. Jesus woke up early in the morning, like before anybody else was awake, he would wake up, like still dark out, right? I mean, a lot of you guys, you wake up for work, all right? I know a lot of people wake up for work. Good friend of mine, he wakes up, like sometimes we get together for breakfast and, and we got to get together like 4.30 or 5 in the morning because like he just wakes up so early. I'm like, bro, the sun's not even up. This is, this is something's not right about this. But that's what Jesus did too. He woke up before the sun came up, he's praying. Jesus sneaks off even during the day. Sneaks off probably isn't the best word, but he does go off and he 
prays. He prays before meals. People ask him how to pray. He teaches them how to pray. He stays up late, sometimes all night long, just praying. Like Jesus is a man of prayer. He's constantly praying. See, praying isn't a task or a duty. It's more of this. It's a lifestyle. How do I live my life? Unceasingly in prayer. No matter what I do, I'm praying and I'm living out my relationship with him. All right? This is how I talk to God. This is how you talk to God. How else can, can we praise him with our mouths? How, how can we do that? How can we praise him with our words if, if I'm not praying, right? Sometimes praying is me silent like this. Sometimes it's out loud. Sometimes it's with my eyes open. Sometimes it's, it's singing. I'm praying while I'm singing, okay? How else can I do that, right? How else can I ask my Lord to help people? How else can I ask my Lord to help me? How else can I depend on him, right? And that, that is the Christian life, right? Dependency on God every second of the way. How else can I walk in right relationship with him, right? How else can I, right? Jesus taught us how to pray in this way too, right? Going back to the Lord's Prayer, right? We should pray, God, may your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven, right? So, so how else can I ask for that? How else can I participate with his, his sanctification? He's making me more like Jesus, Romans 8, 29. He's conforming me to the image of the Son. Like, how can I participate in this good work that God has started in me and that he will finish until it's completed? How else can I participate in that if I'm not praying? I can't. That's why every step of the way, we got to be with him, all right? Unceasingly in prayer. And then the last bit is this that Paul talks about, all right? He says, well, let me turn back to the verse here real quick. He says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances. Now, you might be like me. Man, I can give thanks a lot of times, right? But, but let's just be honest. I don't know if I can give thanks in all circumstances. I, I, don't, I don't know if I can give thanks no matter what. I don't, I don't know if I can, <laughs> I can do that. Like, how is that possible? And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to answer the question by distracting you from the question. Ready? Check it out. It's a very sophisticated technique. I'm going to tell you a story. All right, here we go. So, we had the Gunderson clan, that is. We had a plan to drive to Florida. We, uh, we try to get away as a family to Florida. It's our little annual retreat. So we, uh, we had a plan to go um, last week, the, the full week. We we're supposed to be gone in Florida. And, and, and we, you know, at the house, when I say we, I mean my children, they, they remind us that this was the worst spring break ever because we stayed in Wisconsin where it was cold. I'm a little upset about that. But... Um, and in Florida, it was, it was slightly warmer, uh, 70s, I hear. I mean, that's pretty nice, right? So anyways, but we were here. I bought this Love Crunch. I, I love this stuff. It's really good. This, this flavor in particular is not a commercial, but this, this flavor is dark chocolate macaroon. I got this because they didn't make milk chocolate macaroon, okay? I know milk chocolate lovers, I'm with you. All right. All right, but I'll do the dark chocolate if I have to. But I love coconut, all right? Anyway, so I got this for the drive, right? We're driving down there. And I'm just so excited. I was like, I went shopping. I got this from the store and I'm like just pumped up. I had it hidden in my basement so nobody would find it and eat it. Like I had it all tucked away and secured. And I said, man, when we get in that car, I'm going to be eating this. I'm going to be driving through like, like Nashville and I'm going to be like, oh, opening it. So, so, so that's what I'm going to be doing right now. And what I want to demonstrate to you is this. 
man, the circumstance is not what I wanted, right? It's not what I wanted at all. I mean, man, look, oh, goodness, this is just, you know, by the way, you're not supposed to do this on podcast. You're not supposed to open noisy things because it makes noise like that. <laughs> and then you're definitely not supposed to eat on the podcast here because then you start to mumble. And it just looks bad, too. That people don't want to see the food moving around in your mouth. So I'll take one bite. I'll discipline myself. But, but the point is this. How can I, because Paul tells me, right, to give thanks in all circumstances. How can I give thanks in this circumstance when we're supposed to be in Florida? We might even be driving back right now, to be honest with you. How can I give thanks in that situation? It's totally undesirable. Well, there's a few things, right? I don't have to like the circumstance. I don't have to. All right, but here's the thing. I still have the granola. <laughs> so I don't have to give thanks for the circumstance, but I can be thankful that I still have this good stuff. And I think that's a nice parallel. Let's remember the things that matter most. Let's remember the things that are most significant. Let's remember the things, the good things, that the Father of Lights gives to us, James chapter 1, right? Let's remember those things. All right, instead of just worrying about, instead of like mulling over and, and like dwelling on these, these current times, those, those details. All right, let's, let's, not, let's not do that. Let's remember that God has given us life. Let's remember that. All right, let's remember that he's given us security. He's given us hope, right? Now, now, now who hopes for what they they already see. That's not hope at all. But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with, with patience, right? So I have a hope that God has given me, and he's given it to you too, right? I have a hope that he's given me that I can look forward to what's coming next because this, this corona thing, it's not going to last forever. Let's be honest. Even if I'm a victim, let's just be completely transparent here. Even if this thing takes me out, do I want to die? No, I don't. Don't mishear me. But if it happens, I know where I'm going. And that's where my hope is. All right? My ultimate hope has nothing to do with this, this current planet Earth situation. My ultimate hope, all right, and there are many hopes, but my ultimate hope is man, I'm going to be in the presence of my Savior one day. I can't wait. And he secured that for me. All right? Man, let's remember the things that are most important, most significant. He's provided me grace that's sufficient. So he gives me what I need, even though I don't deserve it. That's what grace is, right? And it's sufficient, like it actually achieves what it is supposed to achieve. If I have a need, God gives me grace to meet that need, all right? Maybe, maybe the grace that God gives is even the need itself, like I need food, so God gives me the grace of food, I need comfort. God gives me the grace of comfort, right? He's given me something I don't deserve, but because he's so good, he gives it to me. Man, that's so encouraging, isn't it? Like just to remind ourselves of these truths that God gives us good grace that's sufficient. Here's another thing that he's given us that's important and significant. He has promised me wisdom if I ask for it. So if I'm in a situation, which is quite frequent, if I'm honest, all right, and, and I just don't know how to process this. This was a few minutes before, before I got on the microphone, actually. I'm like, God, help me. Okay, help me, help me, help me. I'm nervous, right? And, 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 and we just, we can have this assurance that he's going to give us the wisdom we need to navigate through the circumstance that we find ourselves in. 
all right? He's given us, here's, here's probably the biggest one. I probably should have saved this to the end of my list, but, but the biggest one is this. He's given us his Holy Spirit. Are you, like, you gotta be kidding me. You, like, he not only gives his son to die on the cross for my sins, right? Like, he, he goes over that. When, when we believe in him, when we place our faith in him, he adopts us into his family, right? He gives me the right to be called a child of God. Wow, John 1, 12. But then on top of that, he gives me his Holy Spirit. I'm like, come on, you, you gotta be, God, you are so good. You gotta be joking. You're just so good. That's just encouraging. Now, if we think about these things, right? If we think about what are the things that I could be thankful for most, we think about, like actually flesh out some answers, not only are we thankful, but remember the, the banner over this, this is a time of encouragement, right? We are so encouraged in that. The Holy Spirit gives me comfort. He guides me. He helps me every step of the way. He continues that good work that God has begun in me when he first saved me. He's going to continue that until I'm glorified in his presence, made perfect. Wow, this good stuff. He's given me the church. I'm not at this alone, and neither are you, by the way. If you're not in a digital group, you better get in one. Come on, what are you waiting for? Seriously, all right? But even in these times, we can't meet together. We still have digital groups, right? We have the church. We have this community of believers, people I can lean on and depend on. When they need help, I can help them. Man, it feels good to help people, doesn't it? Right? And then when I need help, they can pick me up. They can restore me. They can encourage me. They can teach me. They can, oh, man, I need that. This, this, this is just honesty now, right? But we have the church. I'm so thankful for the church. God, thank you for your church, Jesus, that you are building even now. God, I'm so thankful for the opportunity. Galatians 6.10, I'm so thankful for the opportunity that we have right now to do good to others. Help us not to grow weary in doing good to others, by the way, Lord. But thank you for this time. We can do good to others. We can show the love of Jesus Christ. We can share his name. And that's, that's not something that's going to last forever. We only have this opportunity for a short time. But right now we have opportunities. So let's do that. Let's be thankful for that opportunity, Lord. Help us to be thankful. God, that we might be encouraged also. Wow. And by the way, I think this is something that, that we just need to, to, to put out there. Let this color just everything we're saying. Thankfulness, right? If I'm thankful, as, as Paul says, if I give thanks in all circumstances, if I'm thankful at all times like this, you know what? Thankfulness ensures and thankfulness assures closeness with God. If I remain thankful, constantly thankful for what he's doing, for what he's done, for who he is, all of that, wow, I want to be closer to him, right? I mean, try to be thankful and drift further away from God. You can't, you can't do it, right? Man, it's awesome. And, and this is, right, this is, this is the, the tail end, right? And we said this at the beginning. I'm going to say it again, right? Book ends, right? Here we go. This is the will of God, right? You say, whoa, whoa back up, Bill. What, what are you talking about? You're jumping back into the text. You lost me, okay? Here we go. Verse 16. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. What's the will of God to do those things? Like, what are those things? Hey, I'm not going to repeat it again. You got to go back and listen or something, okay? <laughs> but that's the will of God. How can I do the will of God even during this, 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 this pandemic problem? Well, I can do these things. That's the will of God in these times. These are days of opportunity for us to draw nearer to God. These are days of opportunity for us to glorify God. These are days of opportunity 
for us to show his love, to share his name, to make him famous, right? Because our heart is people and our message is Jesus. Father, thank you for who you are. God, thank you for the opportunity that you've given us. God, thank you for the instruction, the encouragement, the comfort that you've given us in your word, in particular, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. Lord, thank you for, for putting the cherry on top of that and saying, hey, no mystery persists. This is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. All right, God, thank you for that, that clarity and that exact, exactness. Thank you for your spirit to continue to encourage us. Father, we need it more now than ever. Help us to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. God, help us in these days, we pray. Amen. I love you guys. Have a great, great, great Monday or Tuesday. Whenever you're listening to this thing, you, you have the great day that it is for you in your neck of the woods. Love you. Peace.